0: Welcome to the Shallow Dive on Koheles, the book of Ecclesiastes. Join us as we explore the treasures gathered by King Solomon. I hope you enjoy it. Beaktes chapter 9, verse 4. Ki asher for the one that is connected to all of life he has security because for the living dog it is better than for the dead lion So, one who's connected To all of life has a security at face value it seems a security in life itself irrespective of his station whether he is in his experience more like a dog than like a lion there is a security in his connection to life that is superior in spite of his personal station if, if you would compare it to others, alive and dead, just that he is alive, he's connected to life, to all of life, then there is this advantage, this security. Let's see how the Targum explains this. Tagum says... What does it mean to be connected to all of life? It means connected to all of the teachings of the Torah. A man who is connected to the entire Torah, When it says connected to life, connected to eternal life, because he is connected to the divine will, he is garnering for himself eternal life, to acquire eternal life. He has security. Whatever his fortunes are that we had been discussing prior, pale within the framework of what is within his capacity to effect. He has the capacity to effect for himself eternal life, no matter what his circumstances might be. If he is entirely connected to the teachings of the Torah, he has the ability to acquire eternal life. So he is secure. Arumkal Chaya for the living dog, utav min dihumis. He is better than the lion who is dead. Let's see Rashi. For the one that is connected to all of life, there is security. Kibaodo Habakheim, for while he is yet alive, Afilu Hurosha, even if he is wicked, and even if he is enmeshed and entangled with others who are wicked. Kamo Shinema, as is stated, Alko Hakhaim for all those who are alive. All those who are alive include those most loosely connected to life, the wicked. Afiloshaim. Nonetheless, there is security. While there is yet life, there is still the gift of free will, and the person may yet change course before death. They might yet return to God. All the living, connected to all the living, in spite of the circumstances, of their own choices, and the confluence of those who impact them, person ultimately still has the final choice and may yet choose. There is a sense of security that they have a choice. In spite of all the influences of their own choices prior and their surroundings, all that pressure does not take away the security that they ultimately choose, what they want to do, how they want to orient themselves, and a person can do teshuva, to the last moment who min because for the living dog it is better than for the dead lion. This verse is comparing two who are wicked. Tov it was better for Nevuzaradam, Shia Eved He was the servant of a wicked person, Gaya, and he converted misa. This he did before he was taken over by death. Meaning, in his life, although Nebuchadnezzar was the general of Nebuchadnezzar, he ultimately abandoned wickedness and embraced the truth. He is better than Nebuchadnezzar rabble. His master, Nebuchadnezzar, Shnikra Aryeh. Nebuchadnezzar is given the title of the lion, Shenamar, as is stated in Yermio Dalat Zion, Jeremiah 4-7. Ola Arye. Misubachot, Umais The lion has come up from his den, and he died in his wickedness. Nebuchadnezzar did not do to Shuva. And he remains in purgatory. Ve'avdo and his servant, Began Eden, is in the Garden of Eden. That's coming from the Jerusalem Talmud, Brochus Tesalaf. So better, the dog, who is alive, meaning, in spite of his circumstance, being in a servile position, but he has chosen life, than to the one who is in a position of domination, like the lion, who has chosen death. What matters is the person's choice. Rabusin Darsho and our masters derived and Lamadamabes, the Esnavela, for the matter of cutting up the carcass, the before the dogs and Shabbos. A corpse who is sitting out in the hot sun on Shabbos is Muksa. There's a prohibition for Jews to move this corpse. Unless they can place upon this corpse an infant or a loaf of bread. That is a specific leniency to get around the prohibition of muktzah. On Shabbos, Jews are not permitted to move things that don't have a purpose on Shabbos, like a corpse. We're not allowed to bury it. That's something that has to happen after Shabbos. But to move it out of the sun, that it shouldn't hasten to rot before we can bury the body, one has the ability to place upon the corpse a an infant, or a loaf of bread, and then move it out of the sun. Whereas, in order to take care of the living dogs, one is permitted to cut up an avela, cut up this carcass of meat to give to the dogs. So the c- contrast of the living dogs given, in a certain sense, more honor in terms of what we are permitted to do for it, Then the dead lion, symbolized by the human being who has passed on, and now they have their corpse, Shabbos is more restrictive. In order to move this corpse out of the sun, there needs to be some extra action of putting on the tinnuk or the kikar, the infant or the loaf, to protect the dead lion, whereas to service the living dog, so that may be done, without any other workaround. There's, there's not a, any direct challenge to that. Take care of the dogs. Cut up the nivela. Cut up the carcass to feed the dogs. So, the caliph for the living dog, it's better than for the dead lion. I mean, The, the Shabbos restriction is only applicable to the, the corpse, not for taking care of the dogs.